Hello and welcome to another episode of Jonesing for Sports. We're back and so is college football. So we've got some college football news and takes as well as some bets from Brando the Mando. All that and more coming your way. Thank you. That was a top tenner, I'd say. I've been trying to just trying to just keep it like uh, just short and sweet, kind of concise. I feel like that's helping me a little bit. I like short and sweet. Otherwise, I kind of uh, like your my dongle mouth goes faster than my brain. You, uh, yeah, you had which, good which energy. Dongle, with are it we too. talking about there? I think uh, my TikToks have been helping with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving you some getting speaking a lot of practice. A lot of voiceover practice, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how are your TikToks going, to thousand. Um, My computer has been absolutely crap lately, so editing has been a pain. I haven't been uh, making uh, a ton of headway in the past couple days. Um, I haven't, I haven't. I've been putting videos, haven't been putting much videos out, but the videos that I've put out the days before have been doing really well. So I'm still gaining followers, um, even though I'm not really doing anything right now. Um, my main issue is that the uh, the game that I post about, I'm really not that good at it. So <laughs> I have to maintain this grand illusion and then spend all my free time trying to get better. Is it translating to uh, uh, more followers on Twitch? No. No. <laughs> um, that's... That's something I'm not even worried about right now. Like once I feel like I'm actually starting to really get some good gameplay together, then I'll start putting Twitch content out there. But right now I'm just focusing on growing the TikTok. All right. All right. So TikTok, small attention span. It's got to be short and sweet. So that's probably why your intro was so good. So this is probably not the place yeah, to bring true. this up. But really quick, <laughs> birthday ideas because I almost forgot to ask this earlier. Did mom never send you that that uh, that list? You know she didn't. I worked, I worked <laughs> really hard on it. All right, I'll I'll text it to you. Um, oh, I appreciate that quick Air, answer. All right. Air AirPods are. Oh, you just wanted a a real thing. Yeah, a or, list is great. Oh, okay. I thought you were being sarcastic. Don't don't be like Travis and be like surprise me. You don't like that? No, yeah, I worked. That, re- then you have to find really like a bonsai it. tree that I know you haven't even planted yet. <laughs> hey, I'm so excited to use that bonsai tree in my new house. You have no idea. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, all right, I, that should have just sent to you. AirPods are on there, um, so hopefully I won't have any more issues with trying to record with you guys. <laughs> all right. Because um, that is just such a pain. Oh, nice. Pull-up bar. Yeah, you've been trying to steal mine. Yeah, well, you keep using it. I thought if you weren't using it, then maybe. Yeah, using it's a uh, strong word. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Brand, did you hear what uh, I got code for his birthday? No. Oh, you haven't? It's dope, dude. What is it? (laughs) I got him tickets to go watch. uh, You'd like to know, wouldn't you? (laughs) The U.S. versus Canada this weekend. No. Yep. In Nashville, yeah. Yeah, we're going down to Nashville. So, Holy it's, cow. Uh, it's U.S. qualifiers, so pretty big deal. That means they're going to send all their best players. Um, 
And we're a little bit lucky. They're playing El Salvador. I don't remember when. Sometime tomorrow. this week before. Thursday. Oh, it's tomorrow? Yeah, and Pulisic isn't even going to be there. Uh, but he'll be there for our game, reportedly. Oh, that's – jeez, Trev. Killing that's it with a birthday <laughs> gift. That's just one ticket for him. <laughs> well, it's <laughs> – no pressure on me well, if I if I get you a pull up bar. <laughs> <laughs> I I put him in kind of a tough spot because I know Trav really likes soccer like I do, and I uh, once I saw that fixture was going on in Nashville where we had seen the Titans, I told him, man, all we need is a birthday around that time, and that would be the perfect excuse to go watch that game. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, wow, yeah, you're right. Too bad we don't have any birthdays around then. Uh, and then he surprised me with those. So thanks, Trav. <laughs> Going to be a blast. Looking forward to that. <laughs> all uh, right. Yeah, well, we kind of buried the lead with all this birthday talk. Yeah, we we might need to cut a lot of that out, actually, because we got to get into Who even cares about the Cody? nitty-gritty. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. We'll talk about football. <laughs> yeah, it's finally football season. How do you uh, want to start this off? Do you want to start with bets or our expectations? I'd like to start it off with a disclaimer that if I go missing, I actually am doing this podcast on the road today, trying something new. I got a new mic that has a local recording and memory on it, Uh, so it should work fine. It's got sweet noise canceling, Um, but if I disappear, uh, that's why, if the signal drops or something, so... Thankfully, we've got Cody and Brandon to carry the, the show today. Um, but we couldn't not get this this podcast done this week because it is finally football season, and we've got a lot to talk about. That's right. Silence. And uh, not only is it football season, it's finally starting to feel like football season. Uh, <laughs> I woke up this morning, and it was below 60 degrees. So wow. that's that's pretty awesome. And that uh, is a good feeling. B- before today, every day has been like 88, 90. Uh, there was one day I came home from work, and I was telling Brianna, I was like, man, I don't know what was wrong with me today. I just felt really just drained, and I just I felt like a real wussy. And <laughs> she said, well, you realize that the heat index was like 105 today? I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> But it made me feel a lot better that that's why I was dragging a little bit is, you know, working out in triple digits. That'll, that'll get to you. So uh, I think we're on the right side of it. We're going to enjoy that perfect fall weather and uh, finally get back to the best sport, college football. Amen. Um, Travis, you're our resident optimist. Do you want to <laughs> start with um, – and, and I have maybe a message – for for you guys about football season because sometimes you we we like to go extremes we sometimes i pump you guys up um mostly jokingly and then you get upset at me when i do (laughs) and then other times you guys get really excited all by yourselves um my question is i have a disclaimer to michigan football should i wait to give that to you until after our predict predictions or like just give it to you right off the bat. Try to bring you down low. Ooh. Uh, I'm leaning towards you just giving it to us. Be up front with us, Bran. We can handle it. I can handle it. Okay. 
<laughs> I can handle it. <laughs> okay. So, Trav, you were, uh, and I don't know if this was in the Lost Pod, because I know there was one in there where we were talking about you were trying to go to some uh, some Michigan football games. You were talking <laughs> about how you wanted to go to like two or three, and, and both Cody and I were a little bit confused by that. Um, <laughs> and so I, I just want to... I want to spare you guys some of the pain that I go through every year and uh, just kind of give you a little bit of a pep talk to maybe soften the blow of what is to come. Because um, basically what we're looking at, a, in a sense, a complete rebuild at this point based on how they've retooled their entire coaching staff. Um, and yet here we are ready to just have our hearts broken again. So just a, <laughs> a really quick really quick motivational speech to help keep us grounded ready okay oh wait that's not working Uh, nope it's not working not grounded (laughs) (laughs) hold up uh i'm trying to play a video for you 13 (laughs) wins baby Oh, it's working opposite. Brand. We're taking the title. <laughs> We're taking Big Ten title. We're taking the national championship. Let me. Okay, maybe I'll have to play it on my phone. <laughs> we'll see if it'll let me. Because I got my this, headphones in. I'm glad we're going with this I got first. Some, uh, because. Yeah, I, <laughs> we can cut this. <laughs> no, because we've got a lot to. Uh, I, I'm torn. Like. Oh, well, I'm torn with. Uh, where I feel how the season's going to go and like if I had to make a prediction on the record. So this this could really do me some good if this video uh, is going to be as well, helpful uh, as you say. It's not going to be informative. It's just it's more to motivate you to stay grounded and realistic. Um, so I'm going to try <laughs> this. We'll see. Cody, while we work, wait for Brandon to get this, on the phone. Uh, do you want to give I'm some guesses? Okay, we're ready. This, oh my gosh. <laughs> How can I play you? We've got a lot to cut out in this one, Trav. You've got your work <laughs> cut out for you. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it was, I had it queued up so that we were going to do it um, on the phone call, not on my computer. And so uh, it's all messed yeah, up. Yeah, it's my bad. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to. Um, just upload it to Cody's. So I'll be able to hear you guys for <laughs> okay. a second, okay? All right. So while I'm giving my monologue, you'll just have to uh, accept it. I don't know. Just take it because <laughs> I can't <laughs> hear what you're going to respond with, and then I'll plug in. This is a power move code. Yeah, you guys are. Uh, oh, you... We're helpless. Completely in control now. Here, here we go. Hopefully, you can hear this. Sons of Larry, of Terry, my brothers, I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of Ohio State fails, when we forsake our losses and break all bonds of mediocrity, but it is not this day. An hour of wolverines and shattered records 
when the age of Brutus comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we give in. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, I bid you detach, champions of the West. Uh, Trev, did you hear any of that audio? <laughs> I just heard Brandon. <laughs> I, I was losing it. I, I bet it probably shows up in the final copy. But oh, yeah, that's I heard true. it play like the first two notes, Brandon, and then he just here? starts going off. Yeah, we're here. Did you hear any of that? Everything went perfectly. It was perfect. Why can't I hear you? Oh man, this is a mess. <laughs> it's because you unplugged. All right, I'm back. I can hear you. <laughs> hey, sweet, sweet. Um, we we only heard like the first two notes of whatever Dang song it. you were playing in the background, um, but that kind of made it even better because <laughs> I think you sounded a little emboldened by uh, what you were playing, but we could just hear you shouting <laughs> and. It was kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when I have to freaking make this up as I go because my... Oh, I see what happened. I turned it down on my headphones because you guys are loud, but then it was quiet on the computer mm. when I plugged out. Oh, well. Do you, do you want to try again? I don't even care. You <laughs> we'll tell act, me. <laughs> we'll act really surprised. Uh, no, I think it was perfect. <laughs> 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 Again, it probably went through for just fine on your recording. Oh, probably um, not. Like I said, I was trying to figure out how to do this without headphones, without because uh, I couldn't play it at the same time as yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> oh well. All all I'm trying to say is, it's this is not our day to to do it. If there's a year to break through and beat Ohio State, it was uh, 2016. It is not this day. 2018. It is not this day. This day I we loved need to embrace and hated the, uh, that brand. mediocrity. <laughs> Do we want to just go ahead and talk about our expectations then? Because, like, that perfectly embodies my answer. I can't give a number because there isn't a realistic number that I think this team could achieve that would make me believe in Harbaugh anymore. He has just so severely mismanaged the talent that he's had that I'm just ready to start anew, especially if we're already entering this rebuild in what his sixth seventh year i don't even remember um enough is enough i i was tasked with giving a, a, a number and i i can't come up with one not for michigan uh, yeah this is your seven um let let me toss out a number to you michigan goes nine and three not good enough not good enough and considering considering how they did last year absolutely horrible like, that's a stark improvement. Yeah, so it's good enough. But look at 2019. 2019, they also got nine wins. Yeah, but it was different expectations. When does it end? When does the nine-win season dynasty end? Okay. With him, I don't think it ever does. So so we've already hit that uh, that point where Travis is saying nine and three would be good enough. Huge. Cody's, that would be a fantastic Co year. Cody says, "Not so fast, my friend." And Trev, that, we're that's talking where my Michigan, speech comes not, in. not Western. Yeah, but we're that, talking Michigan uh, after a horrible year last year. Like, don't you have after to, a COVID year? 
Don't you have to give some that room? That doesn't excuse us from achieving excellence. We still have talent on the roster. But do we just expect excellence to come poof out of nothing? Uh, not out of nothing. Out of seven years' worth of preparing and building your coaching chops at the college level, he's got nothing to show for it. Okay, I'm uh, gonna take this back a few steps. So, what I, so what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, <laughs> nine wins after this past season is a drastic improvement and probably impressive. But I am just already out on Harbaugh given his past successes or lack thereof. Does that make sense? Let me go this other Travis. direction. Response. Harbaugh should have beat Ohio State twice. At least once that was stolen from him by corruption and the devil's bad work being put to the test <laughs> at the goal at measurements and camera angles. If that was measured correctly, Barrett was short. And Michigan wins that game. If Harbaugh has, it was the wrong call. If if Harbaugh was the wrong call, has but, that win? We're not talking like this. Yes, we're still disappointed, but again, like Brandon was saying, Ohio State is a juggernaut. Look at the Big Ten. Look at other conferences other than the SEC. There isn't another Ohio State like. Okay, Michigan has to challenge Ohio State at their arrival. We expect a lot. But is Penn State going to challenge Ohio State? Is Wisconsin going to challenge Ohio State, Michigan State? I would venture to say no. And so we put a lot of weight I'm on not that. Even, I'm not even just talking about Ohio State. That's the biggest monkey on his back. But you, you're right. They are a juggernaut, and it is just an, a monumental task to expect him to be able to beat them ever. But look at his record against uh, ranked opponents, especially on the road. Look at his inability to ever develop one really solid quarterback. And, you know, we've gone through how many. How many does the guy need? How many four- or five-star prospects have we brought in that he's been unable to take to this next level that can carry this team? We haven't seen it. I think you have a recency bias going on a little bit because Jake Rudock did have a successful run with Harbaugh. Wilton Spate without injury, I think, is a different conversation. And that there's two quarterbacks right there who could have uh, – the first one did have success, but then Wilton Spate could have without a horrible back injury and whatnot. So I do think there's some factors that we need to take into account. All right. And your thoughts? <laughs> well, I just uh, – I – I 100% agree the uh, 2016 game was horribly, horribly, horribly officiated. Um, I think Harbaugh's uh, post-game when he said he was bitterly disappointed in the officiating, uh, I I had no problem with that. He got roasted for it, but I 100% think that he should have blasted them because it was horrendous. Uh, And, yes, I do think that JTU is short. However, in the fourth quarter, Michigan mustered a grand total of 11 yards. Uh, <laughs> you can't expect to hang on to any game when that's what you do. And uh, a big part of that is they were doing the classic, uh, we're not going to continue to try to score. We're just going to run the ball uh, on first and second down, get two yards, and then on third and eight, we'll drop back to pass when you know we're going to do that. 
Um, and so the offense that was effective the rest of the game completely shut off. So, yes, uh, the game should have been won, and yet they did give that game away. Uh, Wilton Spate had multiple um, turnovers that were game clinchers as well. So, uh, yes, they should have won, but they, they handed that game to Ohio State. Uh, 2018 is a, another story, but um, <laughs> uh, I, I do uh, appreciate how this went very <laughs> drastically different direction so quickly. Uh, and I'm on the same the same level, I think, as Cody. As It is hard for me to put a number as to what I would like to see. Um, I do not believe that Michigan has the ability to beat Ohio State, but they do have the ability – based on their talent to be the second best team in the big 10 uh just based on how they've recruited they have recruited at the level of being the second best team they've recruited better than penn state people always talk about how penn state's like more talented than michigan but they're actually not statistically Mm -hmm. like if you go back they actually have a talent composite where they combine the past four or five years of recruits and they list the most talented teams Michigan is the second highest rated Big Ten team. Uh, so if, for me, like Cody said, it's less about a number. It's more about not getting just manhandled by teams like Wisconsin or Iowa or uh, Penn State, Michigan State. You know, you name the Big Ten team that has inferior talent. You just have to be competitive. Um, even though I said that they're probably the second most talented team, I'm not expecting them to be the second best team in the Big Ten. But I'd like to see them approach that level where they can eventually start to maybe <laughs> compete with Ohio State again. But I just don't see it this year, uh, which is why I gave that little spiel. <laughs> I just think this is a year where hopefully we see improvement, but not necessarily that it has to uh, it has to be a certain record. Uh, previous years, I would have said a number. Um I still would love uh, – if there was a number that would make me happy, honestly, it would be – and this is going to sound crazy. It would be 10 wins with a chance at 11 in a bowl game. Um, but I'm not expecting that because it's a brand-new staff, uh, new defense, and uh, I'm, I've been un- completely underwhelmed by Josh Gaddis. So hopefully they can turn things around. But um, what a successful season looks like, man, it's completely nebulous which is why I was interested in this conversation. It's hard to define, especially <laughs> with Michigan in year seven of Jim Harbaugh. Hopefully hopefully they turn things around. Um, I would just love to see a competitive game against Ohio State because, oh, man, I could see it getting ugly. Uh, well, I want to hey, interject there. Western so, Michigan to look forward to. <laughs> interjecting, too, a little bit because I feel like I was fighting Cody on that. And to be clear, I think you could pull back episodes from last year and probably word for word hear me say, I am so done with Jim Harbaugh. Get him out of here right now. <laughs> so I think we've all been there at least <laughs> at some point. Yeah, so more so like because he is our coach this year and like I'm trying to look at the whole picture of where we want to be. I'm with Brandon. Like I agree this we're not gonna be there this year, most likely. But I do think there's a lot of pieces to be excited about. Um, and so I'm going into this year excited and knowing what we saw last year, like we can get back to winning football, to football where we're competitive, to where we, 
we could be eight and four and ranked. I don't want us to be eight and four. I'd rather see nine and three or or t- man, ten wins would be. I think code. Would you say ten wins would be a successful year to you, even if we lose our two losses are to Ohio State and Michigan State? Ooh. And you can't, you cannot lose to Michigan State. <laughs> you can't throw that in there. <laughs> if it was Ohio thing. State you and can't Penn keep State, losing to Michigan State, Ohio yes, State and Wisconsin lost to those two teams, or Wisconsin, that's fine. You uh, cannot I mean, I lose fine. to That'd Michigan actually State. Actually, be really solid. <laughs> if you what? lose to Michigan State <laughs> I was, again, I was so fire with him you the right next day. Tell that. <laughs> I was just curious. I'm glad I said that because that got a strong reaction from both of you. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I am Look very excited the, for the, the Michigan State game, but it cannot, it cannot be two years in a row. Look at the gap in recruiting between those two teams, and tell me that game should still be as close as it is every year. It shouldn't. It is just absolutely ridiculous that it is, and it's a rivalry game. I get it, but oh, well, Michigan <laughs> yeah. doesn't know how to play I, in rivalry games. They don't. No, they, they forgot. Really don't. What? What? What do I do with my hands? <laughs> Trav, I got a question for you. Um, obviously, nine wins for you is a massive success. Um, probably six wins around kind of like expected area. Um, you know, how few wins would it take for you to be like, how few wins would it take for you to say, okay, we need to move on from Harbaugh. This is it. Well, I think we need to have at least seven wins this year, and I'm not going to be happy with seven. Um, I want us to see, I want to see at least eight. For me, like to have a successful year, eight is my bottom for a, having a successful year. Seven is, I would say, moving in the right direction. But if we want to get rid of Harbaugh, if we do seven, I'm fine with that because that's not Michigan football. But eight is from where we were and the turnaround I'd be happy I don't know if I'd be happy but I'd be accepting of eight and nine I'd be happy I wouldn't say nine would be necessarily a massive success but I'd say it would be a success um taking all things into consideration um and moving forward like I I said I wouldn't be happy with nine and you lost your mind well yeah (laughs) because nine wins like Um, from where we were at and how pissed we've been like and looking to the future like for me this year is such a building blocks with we have jj mccarthy edwards at running back like and our our wide receiver room is talented but it's not like the nico collins dpj like even everything past that we don't have those type of guys so this year like we have talent we can win games it can be michigan football but the future excites me. So if we can get seven, eight, nine wins this year, then man, watch out for my optimism for next year. <laughs> <laughs> so you're probably right on that front. If you're talking nine wins, that is such a massive turnaround for, you know, essentially a rebuild. Um, go ahead, Bren. Oh, I was just going to say, cause Cody or Trav mentioned a couple names there. Um, so I don't expect to see JJ unless, uh, it's a blowout because it, it's Cade's team is all indicators. And uh, Donovan, I think, is going to be their third string running back. So uh, some of the young guys probably aren't, you know, as Jim Harbaugh doesn't play freshman that much. 
uh, especially at quarterback. But just a couple names if you are looking for names to, to watch out for that maybe you could get excited about. I've got a pretty good feeling about Cornelius Johnson because he's like yes. the only tall receiver. Uh, they did get a transfer, a, a tall receiver that was a transfer, but Cornelius Johnson's this is like his third year, third or fourth year, and uh, I think he's going to be their deep play guy. And uh, also on defense, apparently uh, – his kind of long name, Nikai Hill Green, is going to be their starting outside linebacker, which is one of the more important positions in this new defense. And he's he kind of came out of nowhere and actually took um, Michael Barrett's job. And Michael Barrett was starter last year. So two names that you might get excited about, and uh, I, I think you might see some good play there. Now, Trav, you did mention it's not like the wide receiver rooms of old, and you're 100% right. But also, they never knew how to use those wide receiver rooms. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll see what they do with who they've got, and it's a pretty pretty much really completely retooled coaching staff. So I'm that's I'm the excited thing. to see what they do. Not excited that I think that they're going to be great. Yeah. But we'll see. That's the thing I'm most excited about is uh, like a new defensive coordinator and listening to him talk at the uh, Big Ten press conference day. Um, he is an X and O's and talent guy. Like, you know how we've talked about how annoying it is when coaches are scheme coaches and just try to fit players into a scheme? Like like the Lions trying to fit uh, Tavai into a linebacker position, uh, and the Lions just cut him because <laughs> apparently he sucks. Um, he, he sucked so bad that they tried <laughs> to trade him, and literally no one would, ta- would give anything for him. I mean, they would have taken a seventh-round pick, and no one would even offer that. That's apparently crazy. a lot of teams are looking at him in free agency, though. Huh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding; they're not. <laughs> but nobody wants him. Listening to their new defensive coordinator for Michigan, like talking about, are you more of a scheme or get athletes on the field and let them play? He's like, oh yeah, let's get the best players we have possible into positions where they can succeed. And I'm like, thank goodness. This is such a breath of fresh air from Don Brown, who I think he's a smart guy, maybe a good defensive coordinator in another scheme, not playing against the greatest teams in the country. But this could be great. (laughs) Well, I'll caution you one more time uh, to detach and, uh, you know, accept the mediocrity because there was another coordinator for Michigan who had some really good uh, phrases and buzzwords. Uh, he had a, a phrase that was speed and space that we said, finally, we've got all these five-star <laughs> athletes. We never give them the ball. Speed and space is the definition of what we want our offense to be. And then our offense sucked. That, so, uh, hopefully that was very wise, Mike McDonald will, will actually do what he's talking about rather than be like, actually, I know that sounds good, but I have no idea how to make that happen. Yeah, uh, let's just stay with the Viper I, and I, do this Let's blitz every down. Hey, that is the same defense that I ran in NCAA football 2013, (laughs) and it led Western Michigan to five straight national titles. So I won't have any slander on the blitz all day mentality. You just have to adjust. You know, as soon as they start to take advantage, you drop back into coverage. I invented the Viper position. I just want to say... (laughs) Oh. My strong safety had like 
25 sacks every year because he was a <laughs> linebacker. So Don Brown is just – he was riding off my coattails. <laughs> oh, that was great. Michigan State. So, yeah, let's get into Sparty. Uh, Brandon and I were talking before we recorded, and we said we might just leave this uh, preseason review as – we have no clue. We don't know what to expect. The end. <laughs> and really, that's what it is for Michigan, too. But we'll, we'll obviously get into it more than that. But, man, there are so many question marks for this Spartan team. They could be really good. They could be one of the best teams in the Big Ten this year. Or they could just... Yeah, I won't go that far. You don't think that's the ceiling for them? No. <laughs> they, they could be... Bowl eligible. Oh, whoa! And, you're a lot uh, harsher on them than I thought. Ooh, that's pretty <laughs> rough. I'm gonna say their ceiling is uh, seven to eight wins. Okay. And I'm gonna say a successful season is six and six. If they can get to bowl eligibility, that's where I'd want to be if I'm Sparty. But uh, you have to remember that they also only had two wins last year, just like Michigan. Now, their wins were against ranked opponents, which is impressive, but they also lost to really bad teams, and they lost in convincing fashion. So <laughs> I don't know what to expect from them. Uh, they brought in something like 33 transfers. That's so crazy. They basically have a, a new roster um, because they brought in all these these guys from other big schools. I mean, some of these guys are coming from like Auburn, Alabama, like they're, they're legit prospects, but I, you know, who knows how they're going to fit in. And that's a lot to learn and a lot of turnover. So if I'm Michigan state, I'm happy with six and six. I am not expecting much above that. Uh, because if you look who's in their division, Indiana will be better than Michigan state. Mm. Uh, obviously there's Ohio state above them in the East. Michigan should be. I know Michigan State's going to say that that they're going to be better than Michigan, but they shouldn't be. And Don't uh, forget about Rutgers, uh, Penn State. And you know what? Rutgers beat Michigan State. Rutgers should have beat Michigan if they had a kicker. That's what I'm saying. Don't sleep off. on them. If that's the thing, if Rutgers beats Michigan, I don't <laughs> it takes think you off that back. Rutgers didn't beat Michigan. Yes, it does because they 100% <laughs> were the better team that that day. And also yeah. because uh, Greg Schiano completely botched it, he uh, he really had no idea how to handle that end of the game clock, and they lost yards, and it pushed them out of a close field goal to a, a tester. Anyways, that's besides the point. That's that's just where I'm at on Michigan State. I I think they could be good, Trav. I'm not saying that they couldn't be a good team. I just don't think there's any chance that they're going to be one of the best teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. Your your points are astute, <laughs> and I probably agree with you. Um, but side note, as I said earlier, I'm driving, and there was so much just craziness that just happened around me. First, this these people walked across the road, and this girl is wearing, like, these lime green, shiny, like, disco pants. And then this nice. other person just drove across the road in front of me and just, like, waved their hand out the window in anger. I have no clue why. I was just stopped at a red light. (laughs) 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 So, man, crazy people out here. But 
back to Michigan State. <laughs> I agree with you uh, for the most part. I think maybe their ceiling's a little higher because of the wins they did have last year against ranked opponents and, like, the attitude they brought to, like, the Michigan game. It seems like Mel Tucker knows how to play in rivalry games and maybe knows how to play in big games already, and that's a little scary. Uh, maybe he doesn't know how to play against bad teams yet. Uh, so <laughs> who knows there. It's going to be a learning year, but we don't even know who's going to be their quarterback. And it could be Peyton Thorne. Uh, I, I think we think it probably will be him. But they've got good receivers, good, pretty good running back stable. Uh, I think it'll depend on their defense. And if their defense can be a, any semblance of decent, I think they probably win eight games this year. But if their defense is bad, then I think you're right, and they're going to be a, a bowl team at best. Well, just to, to give some uh, maybe perspective as to how Vegas uh, views these teams, Michigan's over-under win total is 7.5, and uh, Michigan State's is 5. Oh, interesting. Uh, Michigan State's has actually risen. It actually opened at 4.5. Wow. So uh, it's, yeah, I mean – we're definitely around that number that we've been talking about. Um, you know, that six wins or so. And with Michigan, we had said, you know, that eight, nine wins. So we're not far off, but uh, it's hard for me to say a team that, that Vegas views as maybe around that five, six, four to six win window as being one of the best in the Big Ten. Because actually, I think the Big Ten is very strong. Uh, the yeah. competitiveness is is crazy, especially in the West Division. Although looking at their schedule, they don't pull the tough teams out of the West at all. So actually, that kind of helps them out because they actually pull Nebraska, which I mean that's the worst team in the I West. A, and uh, I was about to comment yeah. on that. So I maybe mean, it the wouldn't be shocking. Favors. It wouldn't be shocking to see them land around five or six wins, but they actually have like a path to ten if they played out of their minds. Let me talk first game of the season, Northwestern. I would have money on them losing, probably. But if they play really, game. really well, they, they, you think so? Northwestern loses a ton. and uh, <laughs> I was going to say, it's definitely winnable. I don't know if I would pick them to win it, but they could definitely win that. Youngstown State, that's a win. Yep. Miami of Florida, they can win that. Miami's Nebraska, that that, game. they can win it, though. Wait, which Miami is that? No, Miami of Florida. The, the U. So... Ooh, the U. Mm, that's a lot. That's a, that's a tougher that's one. That's Miami. <laughs> okay, fine, fine. All right, we're 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 scaling it down to nine win ceiling. So they lose that one. Okay. They're beating Nebraska. They're beating Western Kentucky. Rutgers will be a real tight battle. They can win that. Indiana, I'm picking them Loss. to lose against that one. That's I'm picking them to lose it. But we're talking ceiling here. Yeah, yeah. that's only two losses they, so far. They could they could potentially beat Indiana. Michigan, probably beat them. Purdue. Uh, Wait, who's, who's that beating one. But that's there? winnable. Uh, Michigan State beating Michigan, probably. Oh, <laughs> they should not probably beat Cause, Michigan. Because it's just the way this happens for us. He's just riding the feelings. Um, he's, this is He's going on the feeling. Uh, Keep rolling. I, I took your speech to heart, Bran. I'm detached. I've got like five other teams I'm cheering for this when year. I'm talking I don't about give a crap detached, what happens. I'm talking about not expecting Michigan to contend for the Big Ten Championship. Um <laughs> 
which means that they I'm would not be expecting able to them to contend Ohio ever. State, uh, <laughs> oh, which is supposed to be Brett, Michigan to versus be Western going to be a shootout. Success. And I'm going to enjoy it, <laughs> even though it's going to be uh, really hard to watch. Brandon, it's going to be good, bad football. You broke Cody. He's uh, fully detached. I, I'm talking about Michigan State, Purdue. Purdue is probably winning that game, but that's winnable. Michigan State, Maryland, winnable. Ohio State's a loss. Penn State, probably a loss. We're talking about nine win ceiling there. Uh, you know, probably more like seven. But they could have a decent year because that – that leaves a lot of winnable games in that schedule. I can't believe that you're saying that they're going to lose to Purdue, but they're probably going to beat Michigan. Because <laughs> should Michigan ever lose to Michigan State, the way the talent is weighed on those two teams? No, they shouldn't. But they find a way to at least every other year. Well, so... this is the other year. They, they found the way last year, so now Michigan's <laughs> going to win. Okay, so eight wins for Michigan State then. I, that, that's I, a really good year. I it's a really solid year. I'm just saying it's possible. I expect them to probably get six or seven. What did you say Vegas had them at? Four and a half or five, Bryn? They opened at four low. and a half, but not. Last I checked, they're at five. Man, I think I'm pounding that over. Like I don't think they're gonna. You should like with how many? Yes, the Big Ten is competitive, but like with Youngstown State and. Rutgers, Purdue, Western Northwestern, Kentucky. Western Kentucky. Like, that's five wins right there. And at worst, that's three wins right there, and they got to pull two out of their butts somewhere else. Like, I feel like that they really should win at least five this year. Is that game home or away? So I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid as heavy as Cody, I think, there it's with the nine. Michigan State. They're losing that. <laughs> Michigan's losing that game, dude. Oh, they, oh Cody. You... That heave is going to get right in their little young freshman sophomore heads. Oh, please. <laughs> Cody, Cade McNamara was born for that situation. <laughs> He won't even hear heave. I love, I He's, love how heavy you're riding the Cade train. It is uh, the year of the Cade. Of him. Cade McNamara riding the motorcade in Detroit for the Pistons. It is I'm, Cade. I'm all in on that Cade. <laughs> I'm not even hating on Cade McNamara. I, I have, uh, I guess, more cautious optimism in that regard. Oh yeah, my. Uh, I don't think he's going to be, like, the biggest, best thing ever. <laughs> but I like him, and I'm going to be cheering for him hard. But I won't be – you know what? I'm not going to be surprised if he uh, isn't good. <laughs> okay. Hypothetical. <laughs> Against Western Michigan, Cade McNamara throws for 400 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. Travis, are you submitting him for September Heisman? <laughs> if he does half of that against Washington the next weekend, then yes. <laughs> okay, so you've heard it. Travis will not overreact to week one whatsoever, <laughs> uh, no matter how good Cade McNamara looks, no matter Honestly, how good the frosted tips look. Cade, he didn't say whatsoever. Cade should throw well, 500 for 500 yards. yards and five touchdowns against Western we Michigan because Mac quarterbacks do that against Western Michigan's defense. Like, it should be a, a – I think it'll be a shootout. 
But I think what's more realistic is Cade will probably throw for 200 and a pair of touchdowns and maybe a pick. But I think we're going to run for 500, 600 yards against Western. <laughs> they should. I think, and they've said that the coaches have talked, the players have talked. Like they want to be a running, running down your throat team. Uh, which surprise, surprise, that's Michigan for you. But if they can do it successfully, then great. Um, and they should be able to do it successfully against a Western Michigan. So I don't think there'll be anything to overreact to with Cade after week one, but there will be a lot to overreact to about Michigan in general after week two against Washington, good or bad, because we're either going to be stoked or ready to throw them on the burn pile. I don't think you can throw them on the burn pile after it, uh, <laughs> if they have a close loss to Washington. I actually think Washington will be a good team this year. But Did you hear Cody? Um, He's already throwing them on the burn pile. Just wait until it actually comes to fruition and we lose badly to Washington. Well, <laughs> well hey, we've got, uh, we've got our secondary teams to cheer for. My, I've got uh, Golden Gophers are playing are... tomorrow. Tomorrow, guys. Biggest oh, game wow, of the year tomorrow. taking on Ohio State. Oh. What are our expectations for Minnesota? They got uh, the Lion third, back. Third the, place in the, the West. 400, the 400-pounder 400 is back. Is he really? Oh, nice. Lil. Yep. Um, after opting out of the COVID season. So that's going to be huge, actually, because he was Literally uh, huge. monumental to their success. <laughs> literally yes. monumental. Um, he was monumental to their success. Literally monumental to the success of their run game in 2019. So, so that'll be really exciting. Minnesota, Ohio State is tomorrow night. Yeah. Oh, my. I'm so excited for that now. You just made my day. Michigan State plays Friday night. Oh, I'm so happy. I love this. <laughs> Speaking of upcoming games, Brandon, do you have any uh, really good bets that we can jump in on and uh, – take a stab at thinking what way those are going to swing oh i will never tell you to tail my bets because uh i tend to go against the green and the ones that i'm big on this week i think a lot of people are going the opposite direction this is going to sound hypocritical because of my comments on michigan but <laughs> michigan is uh i believe they're they're given 17 points to western uh i i believe that michigan should win that game by a minimum and I want to emphasize minimum here, a minimum of three touchdowns. If they don't win by at least 21 to 24 points, I am very concerned. And that's not because I think Michigan is good. It's exactly what Travis said. I have watched enough Wednesday night action to know that Western Michigan has a horrible defense. And MAC teams can run and throw at will. If a MAC team can do it, Michigan should score every single possession. If they don't hang <laughs> at least 45 points on Western, fire Josh Gaddis into the sun. <laughs> there is, they need to score every time they get the ball and some. They should be scoring on defense, on punt returns, and when the offense finally gets a chance because the defense and special teams are scoring, then the offense needs to score. And uh, they should run it up. So I am I'm hammering Michigan to cover against Western. 
I think 17 points should be nothing to, to them. A lot of people do not think the same way I do. Uh, <laughs> I've seen quite a few people saying that, that they're hammering uh, Western to cover that game. And Western is uh, favored to, to be at the top half of their division and possibly contend to win the MAC this year. I just uh, I don't believe that Western is uh, has the ability to hang with them in the trenches, especially on their defensive line. Michigan's offensive line should blast them five yards back every time they run the ball. Uh, my other one <laughs> is a little bit disappointing because I don't want to cheer for this, but I also got Ohio State favored by 13 and a half points uh, against Minnesota. Is that tomorrow. all it is? It, uh, well, I, would, I think it's, I would hammer that. It has jumped up to 14, you know, a half point. But I, if I was making that line, I think Ohio State is a 20-point favorite at least. And the reason for that, okay, so Minnesota, some people are kind of high on. They return like 20 starters. But at the same time, they're returning those starters from one of the worst defenses in the Big Ten <laughs> that I've ever seen. That, that defense was so bad. And Ohio State has the best wide receiver room in the nation. Not just in the Big Ten, in the nation. These guys are so good. It's kind of like when Michigan had um, DPJ, Nico Collins, Tariq Black, except guys even more highly rated, and they know how to use them. So (laughs) uh, I'm I'm a big believer that Ryan Day is an offensive genius, and I think that... C.J. Stroud is going to be basically just like Dwayne Haskins or Justin Fields, except he won't run as much as Justin Fields. But I think he's going to be fantastic. Um, If I had to pick someone, and I I don't think this is even something you can bet on, but picking that a guy will go to the Heisman ceremony, C.J. Stroud's going to be in New York. That's that's my money. Uh, So... I, I do unfortunately believe that Ohio State's going to win that by a, at least two touchdowns. And if they don't, then, it, hey, at least I got to cheer for my Golden Gophers. Uh, <laughs> but th- those are my two best bets. And there's I'm actually on quite a few other picks, but those are the ones I feel the strongest about and has also been reflected in the amount wagered on each one. So uh, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Uh, I really will be disappointed if Michigan does not cover against Western because uh, last time they played, they won like 48 to three. And that was with them taking it easy. Like they didn't even try to run anything in that game. That was just running it, running it, running it. And I expect that they're going to do that against Western, but they're also going to look to establish Kate a little bit more. So I think that they're going to try to score as much as possible and they might give up some points, but if Western's defense gets stops, then uh, then Josh Gaddis is toast, and he should be. Yep. Um, I had a few quick thoughts on those, Brand. The first being the Michigan Western Michigan scoreline does scare me because, like you said, you were talking about Michigan needs to be needs to score a hundred percent of the time, pretty much. Well. Look at our cornerbacks from last year and like how our defense struggled against some competent offenses. This is going to be a scary first game for our defense with the new defensive schemes, new guys at at positions. 
Western's offense is very competent, and that could be pretty scary. Like, Michigan could score 60 points, and that we still might only win by 14 points. Like, <laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised well, if I saw that happen is the thing because of knowing where our defense you, is coming you from. You should never, never give up that many points to a MAC team. So, <laughs> so 100%, if that was to happen, I'm ready to burn the whole thing down. But uh, I, I expect that Western – I, I think that Western could score upwards of 24 points uh, if they can get up to, say, 30. That would be unfortunate, but Michigan should still sco- score 50. So they're still covering in that scenario. Okay. Um, that's a lot of points. I understand that. But uh, as long as it's not like – Western is doing these really long, like grinded out drives, which I don't think they sh- would be able to. If if they are, then Michigan is gonna be way worse than even we thought. Uh, <laughs> I hundred percent expect, and this is not me being high on Michigan. I just think that this game is not gonna be close. Yeah, that's and fair. I, I kind of like Western, <clears throat> but I like them in the MAC. They just they don't have the guys to handle any type of line of scrimmage in, in a game like this. Uh, so that's, that's where I'm at. I, I would be, I'll, I'd be very disappointed if they don't cover. You're right. I mean, it, it definitely could happen, but it shouldn't. What do you think about the uh, Michigan state Northwestern game? Michigan state, I think is a three point underdog. That is a game that I am not touching with a <laughs> 10 foot pole. Uh, man, there's a part of me that wants to pick Michigan State on the money line to to win and not just cover, but uh, it's tough. Coaching advantage, you got to give it to Northwestern. I think Michigan State's probably the more talented team, and uh, I also don't want. I don't think that Northwestern will take Michigan State lightly at all because Michigan State beat Northwestern last year. When Northwestern was, I mean, Northwestern won the West Division last year, so mm. it there's so many factors. You don't know how all of this new talent that Michigan State. It's probably going to take them some time to gel. I mean, you're going to have a brand new starter for quarterback. You're going to have tons of new players on both offense and defense. Uh, if I had to pick one, uh, I don't even want to think about it. Just. <laughs> Best best return is maybe betting straight up Michigan State as the underdog to win, but I I'm not gonna bet that one just because both Northwestern and Michigan State I need to see what they're gonna be. But overall I'm down on Northwestern, but I do think that Pat Fitzgerald is a really good coach, so I don't wanna I don't wanna fade him. And then I saw a stat on your other game where you talked about Ohio State's receivers and how good they are. Uh, 24-7 sports put out a stat that said statistically and like recruit wise in the whole era of uh, 247 sports since like they've been around for like 30 years or something they have never seen a team with receivers this good like and they said that's not even an opinion like they're just looking at 
the like facts and stats of who these guys are and their recruit level and like how legitimately good they are. And they're just the best team of wide receivers they've ever seen. And that sucks, but you're spot on. They're going to be ridiculously good. And what an easy job yeah, for the quarterbacks. Have... Yeah, just throw it up there. And against Minnesota's – oh, poor poor Minnesota. That Their secondary is just going to really have a hard time. Uh, we saw how they handled Michigan last year. And uh, <laughs> this Ohio State pass offense is a thing of beauty. But, yeah, they're going to have multiple five-stars sitting on the bench. Like, that's just insane. Those guys that aren't even going to get playing time would be the best wide receiver on any other team in the Big Ten and most mm. other teams in the country. So, yeah. Chris Olave is, is like, he's their lowest-rated guy recruiting-wise, and yet he's maybe the best receiver in the nation this year. So, yeah, that's awesome. I hate it. <laughs> but, hey, we'll, we'll take advantage. Um, you know, even though Ohio State's going to be good, we can use that and hopefully profit from it. So, And if they don't, well, I would not be upset if Minnesota sprung an upset or maybe exposed some weaknesses. So, yeah, we'll see. Those yeah, are my two happened. big ones, I hope- though. I was hoping those would be a little more controversial, but I think those were some really solid finds that you got there. I might have to jump in on those myself. Yeah, I got to get it before the line moves too much, although they haven't moved a ton either way. Uh, there's a couple that I, I waited too long on, but, uh, yeah, I, I will keep my eye on some of those scores, even though I'll be working uh, those days just to, to make sure that things are going my way. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've got, got quite a few irons in the fire, but those are definitely my two hottest, hottest tickets. Those are my oh. whale plays. <laughs> well, I like it. Uh, I'm excited to see how you do this this week. Um, I'm excited to get back into the college football. Well, I told Cody I was bets three as we talk last about him last week. So, uh, so uh, 75%, and that was week zero. So hopefully, as things get a little bit more uh, consistent, you know, we see more more data. We'll be even more zeroed in. Because the one that I missed on, I, I, that was a fear of missing out. That was just me being dumb because I didn't know enough about that game. But the other three, pretty, pretty happy with. Uh, hopefully, even more with week one, gonna really nail some. I got a couple parlays that would be pretty sweet if they went off. But <laughs> not, not putting too much stock when you, you know, string together that many picks. But yeah, we'll see. You know how I feel about parlays, Bran. <laughs> Yeah, but then you're going to feel a different sort of way when I send you a screenshot of it when I win. I want you to I want you to prove me wrong. I would be very happy for you. But uh yeah. There's a reason they lure those numbers Oh in front yeah. Of you. No, uh, yeah, I know. It's all marketing. That would be sick though. You see those on Twitter where a dude brings in like 22,000 or more. Well, I don't I don't have quite the the guts to put something that deep in because I just don't I don't think guts is the right word. <laughs> <laughs> the idiocracy. Uh-oh. Looks like we lost Trav. Ooh. Well, might have been about that time anyways. He said, this pot is over. <laughs> well, 
you heard it from Trav, folks. Um, we're done talking. So <laughs> thanks, for jo- thanks for joining us. Football season is here. We're very excited, and we're very excited to have you here with us. So thanks for tuning in, and remember, Ohio sucks. Ohio sucks.